0: this is the Wiggly choke hello ladies and gentlemen welcome back to the weekly choke I'm here joined as usual with Joe Staines. how are you doing Joe
1: yeah not too bad it's been an exciting weekend if I do say
0: so it has been some good good fights am Charles McGillray as well right well, so uh, yeah, <laughs> Charles <laughs> so yeah no, I mean, the one yeah. thing I'd like to say about the weekend as well um, for our UK listeners is um the boxing on Saturday night as well was a really exceptional card. I mean, boxing uh, against the UFC has always been a big debate, but I must say, the card they put together uh, for the weekend was one of the best I've seen in a very long time. Obviously, the AJ fight was, pre- as expected, pretty dominant. The uh, fight before that, Chizora versus Dillian White, was a really special fight. It was quality. Looking forward to see that again. But uh, yeah, I think mean, that's enough for boxing. But it was a very good card and, so it's good to see uh, combat sports growing in the UK.
1: Okay, let's get on to uh, UFC. Uh, should we talk about the fights this weekend? Oh, yeah, it was like an incredible card. Every single fight on the main card was just like better than expected. I think we definitely also saw in that card the fight of the year. You, uh, the um, Doyle Choi uh, versus Cobb Swanson. What a special fight of the Like how he like walked out of the um, octagon like... Conscious, I have no idea.
0: No, no, it was incredible. I mean, they both took huge beatings. Yeah. Both took some huge shots. I mean, for um, you've got Cub Swanson's. Obviously, a bit of an old old warrior. So for him to be able to st- still take those hits is unbelievable. also, I think, I think maybe the fact that that was um uh Choi's uh, first big contest as well. He hasn't got the miles on his on his on himself. So maybe he he has taken his first real beating. See, it'd be interesting to see if he has to do that sort of.
1: no, he's very young, and yeah like you said it is his first major test, and he he didn't really let himself down he just like he fought i know, he lost obviously, but I think over those five rounds he didn't he got occasionally backed into a corner and like took a beat down took a massive hit, especially at the end that was well. yeah all right yeah, I'm surprised he didn't call that at the end, but um, I think he came back and he was um he stayed. Always pressing. Always, like, it it took the beat, came back in, pressing again. And I think there's he's really one to watch, I think, especially, like, next year, next couple of years. I do think he'll be up there going for a title
0: shot. Yeah, it was incredible. I mean, um, afterwards as well, he said, I'm not going to lose again in a sort of Drago sort of way. Like, I won't lose. I thought he was, um, yeah, he was pretty charismatic. I know I went through a translator but what the what he said was pretty strong and I mean with the fight as well though Cobb Swanson he was so entertaining, he threw everything at him, he was doing all sorts of weird and wonderful things, trying to attack from different angles, catching off guard, looking at different ways to try and beat him. To he hits him flush a number of times. The guy's chin just held firm. It was Yeah. That I mean it'd be interesting to see where what they do with this as the where they both go next in their career. Obviously, it's a big step up for Dohoi, and he, he's shown. That I think he can definitely compete at this level. Yeah. So Cub Swanson, obviously, he, he had, he had, that was a big challenge for him, but he came through. So, whether they just go, "We'll do that one again," or do they go, "Right, Swanson, one can start stepping up." He doesn't. He's not going to want to fight that
1: fight again. I'll tell that. And he, he's going to want to move on. Whether or not he'll step up, or um, Cub Swanson will keep trying to climb that ladder. Yeah, I mean, he's, whether he's going to keep going, he's. he's Getting on, he he fought well, and he's. St- I think he's still got it in him, but not not to compete for the belt. Yeah, I, I mean, think. it's a.
0: Bit, it seems to be a big step in that division up to the Aldos uh, of the world. You know? Yeah, it's, it's
1: a big step. I it's, think he is a bit of a gatekeeper to the division. Yeah, no, I, he's, he's like, the ultimate gatekeeper. Yeah, I think definitely he's really. I, yeah, like, I don't see any further progression for him. But with, again, with Doi Doi Hoi Choi, um, I think he's gonna certainly be. Um, Climbing up the ranks very shortly. I think he's what was he came in at thirteen, something like that. I think. so Yeah, yeah. but um, I don't, I don't imagine he's like dropped down the rankings for that
0: loss. No, I think that's probably brought him up. If anything, no. Yeah. He's narrowly lost to a top five fighter, so yeah, he's going to be up in that mix. I mean, he um, yeah, there's a lot to say about that fight. I thought they were both technically superb. Both kept pushing forward. Both look they both looked to entertain. Neither looked to kill kill it. They just kept swinging. Both kept, it was, like you say, it's a contender for fight of the year, yes. but it's been some incredible fights. Maybe we'll discuss that next next week yeah, for our, be, our, yeah. our last show of the year, our Christmas festival next week. Maybe we, um, we'll discuss fight of the year, but we'll, oh, can't yeah. that's we definitely a contender. Well, see, I mean, I've got to say the other thing that um,
1: drew me from that weekend was that knockout from Cowboy. Oh, that was a huge some... knockout. Well, I, I, was, um, I thought it was just a kick to the chest. But then, like, I've rewatched it, like, about four, five times now. Keeps some nice, fascination. That's, like, engine. sweet, sweet as a nut. I've never seen... Yeah. Cowboy also knew as soon as he struck that he'd, like, Yeah. enough. No, he didn't Just, kill it yeah. afterwards. No Just need. Walked away. No, yeah. when a man backs, like, uh, drops like a sack of spuds, there's no need to, like, wail on him.
0: Yeah, no, he Mark Hunt did, was, and he walked away afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, no, that was a good fight as well. I thought um, Matt Brown's on a bit of a bad run at the moment. I think it was at two... Three losses he's had now. Four, yeah, three, four losses. Yeah, he, um, yeah, I I predicted before the fight that Cowboy was going to get him out of there, knock him out. Uh, I, I, it's hard because Brown really did perform well. He kept coming forward, but I th- and he won the second round, I think. And but his face was a bloody mess. He, oh yeah,
1: his eye was all. Yeah. Cut yeah, up and, he walked for
0: um, a lot to get any any performance in that fight.
1: No, here's a question for you. Do you think this now mean because Soroni Cerrone, is on like a bit of a tear at the moment? you see him uh, going up to number one contender, fighting for the belt? And uh, if so, taking the belt?
0: Personally, I don't think he's quite... I mean, obviously, I think the fight they've got to do in the welterweight division is the rematch of um, Thompson versus Woodley. I think that's before exactly. anything happens. That means to be the fight. And then, obviously, you've got Damien Mayer in the mix as well, and he's gone on a streak as well. I think the fight would be um, Cowboy versus Damien Mayer to see who gets the shot after the rematch. Um, however, Cowboy doesn't do himself any favors because he wants to fight straight away. He wants, you know, he could hold out, get that Demian for my my match, and you know, you win that, you're the, you're like, As far as I'm concerned, you he would be Primed to be the next contender, but he doesn't. He wants to fight Jorge Masvidal in uh, Denver in a couple in a month's time. Yeah, it, no,
1: he does love fighting, doesn't he? He's very active. He's probably the most active fighter out of this one. We were discussing earlier, like this with like people like Cowboy about fighters, Christmas is going to be a dead month and January, February, all dead months because everyone, no one wants to train over Christmas. Yeah, it Which, seems to be a you, uh, People like Cerrone. People want to watch him. He's like, he's like Everyone likes his personality. He's like a good fighter. He puts on a show every time he goes out there and he always wants to fight. Whereas you've got like, the big names. They're not fighting January, February.
0: None you need to, to, to yeah.
1: fill, fill yeah. the gap. Really, yeah. I mean, um,
0: like you said, uh, we had discussed it earlier. And we were, we were going to mention this earlier as well about how Cowboy sort of retracted his, made an apology towards. Um, because sorry, we we're going to say about this a bit later, but we'll do it now. We was going to talk about how he's retracted and he's apologized. And he made up of Dana White after the sort of row about the the uh, Fighters Association. But that's almost that you know. That seems to be a fact because he just wants to fight. He's yeah. not gonna, you know, look a gift horse in the mouth. What whatever he's saying is, he just he's just not gonna burn that burn the bridges with Dana because he's, he's, he's everything. Every he, he keeps giving him chances. I think Dana, when they said after the fight when he comes out and says, "I want to fight, um, boy Masvidal in Denver. Let's make this fight happen." And Dana White's just shaking his head. <laughs> so what are you doing, you crazy man? You could be fighting Demi Maher for the title, but you're gonna or for the number one contender sort of thing. If you're not gonna do that. You're gonna try and get this this risky fight. You know, a very risky fight. Not a fight that Cowboy needs to be having. You know, he A smarter fighter or a smarter person might hold out with that and wait. He's not. He's straight back in. And as you said, there seems to be a, a trend that a lot of fighters don't want to be training over Christmas. So, that you know, the, uh, Max Holloway once said, I'm not training over Christmas. I want to have it with my son. And it's fair enough, I suppose. But So I'm not fighting Aldo in, in February. Uh, Bispin said the same thing. It seems that you know their
1: lives. It's not just a sport. It's a, their lives as well. I suppose they live their the profession. Oh yes, yeah, fully understandable. I don't like. Can't like say anything bad about them for wanting to do it. But I think at the same time, you do need more people like Cerrone and more fighters that are willing to fight. I also think with Cerrone, I don't know his thought process. It seems to be. I've listened to interviews with him before, and he said that uh, he spends the money as soon as he gets it in so whether or not it's just a way of he, if he keeps fighting he gets the money and that's what he needs to go to, on to as well it. as the love of fighting but I think there could be a bit of a it's sort funding his um, funding his sort of I'm not sure what the right word is he's funding
0: his lifestyle as he goes yeah. I mean I've heard the same interviews and then um, I don't think it's quite that extreme he's got his ranch whatever they call it and I think He's slightly—he's got very expensive house. I think he is reasonably set up, but I, I think he spends money pretty, pretty shiny. I think he's a—he's uh, not a McGregor spender, but I think he probably does come in and go out quite quick. He just great. does
1: what he wants when he wants, and it's, uh,
0: yeah. I mean, I mean we don't nice obviously have no we have no, no
1: idea But it's,
0: it's definitely a part. Of, his life is part of that, definitely. Yeah. Mm. Is it, yeah look, that makes him interest. That's well, one of the things that make him interesting. Whether you love him, he's an interesting character. Yeah. At the very least. And that's what the sport needs. Yeah. Yeah, I have, have a few issues with Cabo Elf on the podcast, I think he's a bit hypocritical. We'll, we'll move on. Um, what was it? And then obviously the, the main event, uh, Pettis versus
1: Holloway. Yeah, are we missing a fight? Are we, there was uh, the uh, Was it the Meek versus... Ah, uh, no, yeah, I didn't want to talk about yeah, that because I think Meek is a really up-and-coming name. You were saying a few funny things about him, with like an axe and... Press conferences. He wanted to bring a battle axe into the press conference. Yeah, stuff like that. He's like, he seems like character. Yeah, when and in his um, post-fight interview as well, he's like, seems fairly like. Yeah, he looks like enjoying it. He looks like yeah. a good character. He looked be interesting in the division. We yeah. like, I don't know what actually happened to his rib, but like something happened early on with his uh, rib. Yeah, he said and he, he was, might have had a torn muscle or something like that in his, around his rib his ribcage. It didn't look like a broken button. No, but at the time he screamed and it obviously did hurt him because he was yeah. fiddling with it um, in between rounds. But it didn't seem to have any effect on his uh, fighting at all. No, not, mean, I've never seen like anything quite like that. If it did, if it hurt as much as he said it did. Yeah, he's he some kind him. of machine.
0: It's a really interesting fact because the, the guy who was fighting, and like, for the love of I me, mean, I can't think of his name, it was Keynes or something like that. He looked, uh, once he got put down, so obviously Meek in the fight had that injury and therefore looked to get on top and just ride out the yeah. round sort of thing. But he looked the the uh, the means he looked once he was on his back there didn't seem to be much fight to get out from under underneath. No. He he went for a few sort of bottom jiu-jitsu things, but he he looked almost happy to to ride the round and it was it was as well as a good performance it was from Meek. It wasn't a very good performance on the other side. So it, that's when you, you know when you get the fights like Club Swanson versus Joy, both going hammer and torch, yeah. you get the great fight. This was a very good performance on one
1: and pretty disappointing on yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it did. Um, yeah, like you said, once I think me basically dominated him, and then he felt that. I imagine that he felt like there's no point overdoing it because he's lost anyway. Yeah, it's I mean, like that. I think he's like resigned to the fact that Yeah, not good.
0: Yeah, potentially. But there's always a way to win, obviously, a fight. And mm-hmm. his corner was speaking to him during the fight and there didn't seem to be any response. I think it was his father. I'm going to get... The name is... Yes, Jordan I mean. Maine. Yeah, Jordan was, Mayne. Yeah. Oh, and we've forgotten the Kevin Gustav and Tom, Tim Kennedy fight. Right? Oh, Which yeah. we will talking course, about. Last, yeah. That
1: was... Yeah.
0: yeah, but like I said, yeah, it just seemed from um, Jordan Maine that he went lackluster and he... Yeah. And obviously... That fight was brought in. That would have been probably the main event of the prelims. Yeah. That was brought in because obviously the Rumble, um, uh, Rumble versus Kornick fight didn't happen. So, he, got yeah. so was, he managed to get a lot of coverage. And he did I think Meek did very well with that coverage, definitely. Was it Meek's first fight in the UFC? I right yes, saying? I think so. Yeah. He, came across from, he came across so bad that he doesn't actually have a... Wikipedia page, but yeah, he um, he's coming. He came across from He was fighting in sweet uh, hot Norway, Norwegian I think, and yeah. he came across for a first performance. He
1: got a lot of coverage and it was a good performance. Yeah, like there. on the main card of a, a numbered event, it's not bad going for your first time in the UFC. Yeah, I mean it was an interesting one because that welterweight division has killers in it, so it would be interesting to see how far. He's got the character, so it'll be. it will be one to keep an eye on? I think. Yeah, certainly. Definitely. So, did you talk about Kennedy versus Gustafsson then? Yeah, I think so. Um, well, Kennedy was looking absolutely huge, like absolutely. Yeah, but I think I don't think that boded well for him. He didn't seem to. He came in. Uh, Kelvin's obviously uh, coming uh, from his fight that he was meant to have with Saroni. Didn't make weight. so' he's now stepped up a weight. So he has gone from welter to middleweight. Yeah, and uh, he was at mid- middleweight before. Who um, like, uh, Gaslam? I believe he yeah, uh, won, when he fights. won
0: the Ultimate Fighter. It was a yeah. middleweight competition. Uh,
1: but he he believes himself to be a welterweight. Yeah, but um, yeah, no, that fight was like fairly interesting. I didn't think going into it, uh, Gaslam would have had the same. Would have had uh, the right mindset. Or I didn't think he'd um, fare very well. It could have gone one of two ways, yeah. couldn't it? It could have come. He could have
0: been destroyed by his embarrassment from two oh five and felt guilty and had a chip on his shoulder about it. Or he could have come in fired up, really ready. And that's what I think happened. I yeah, think, I think the fact that there wasn't so much of a weight cut, he looked very fresh, very fast. It's striking. Maybe he's yes. had that longer uh, prep as well because he obviously would have prepared for two oh five and then had an extra month or so to. But I mean, he showed the best that we've seen of him. He showed all of that, I think. Yeah. And against Tim Kennedy, who always had a long layoff, he looked so fast. Which is two years. Uh, Kennedy has non- yeah. Kennedy had a, I think it was two years. It was the previous one was against uh, Romero in the whole incident when he didn't come out from the last yeah. round and stuff like that. But yeah, I thought Kennedy. Kennedy's been a great fighter, but I think that's a almost a turning of the tide. This old fighter's come back. He looked. Yeah, you're right. So massive. He looked sluggish though, but he, he had a lot of size, a power, but
1: he couldn't impose himself. No, and Gesselum looked fast and that was oh, you, the, yeah, like some of the best um, striking in in the UFC. Oh yeah, definitely. He's know. always been one of them. yes yeah.
0: quality. Them.
1: He's yeah, he's quick. He's um doesn't take much damage at all, really. But, but Kennedy Kennedy's a good striker, but I think uh, Gesselum's just like in a
0: completely
1: different league.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they managed to hold him off, didn't he? he managed to, um, he, had, uh, he had, he had, the sort of back slightly, sort of side a bit up against cage and was firing those knees. Yeah. But Gustin managed to take that get out of it. Didn't look faster. His legs looked good. Quick hands. Yeah. Great performance. Really oh, was. Yeah. And really I mean, I know that he said he wants to go back down. Whether the UFC will let him, I don't know. well but For me, he looked good at that weight. But then again, <laughs> it's a middleweight middle with weight. some killers in that division. Yeah, Could you imagine? Gust them up against Romero or against yeah, Wideman or against them. Rockhold. It's. I think he's a big name in the welterweight. He can get to the top five. I'm not sure he's capable of getting the top five at middleweight. But then a lot of the middleweights are quite old, so yeah, uh, it's like
1: the, uh, the top five contenders are all fairly like. I think possibly Wideman, yet. Yeah. yeah. Well, Bisping's still. But well, Bisping's old. Getting towards the end of his career, definitely. Uh, yeah. Romero's. But definitely yeah, yeah. He's, is he older than Bisping I think, I think he might be something like, like 38 or yeah, way, yeah he's like yeah well I, I say that yeah, Romero doesn't look like he's
0: no no he's age. in
1: good shape yeah. so I think Romero will stick around for a bit longer you've got um, yeah Rockholds pushing on They're all, there's it's fair, time for some fresh blood to pump through the through that division he might yeah. look
0: it'd be interesting to see if he doesn't want to fight he wants to go back to welterweight, but I'm not sure whether we'll have to see whether the UFC let him or not he said he'd turn up to Dana White's door Weigh in 170, didn't he? So, yeah. Or, was, um, I don't... He would do that with a burrito in his you know? hand. He lo- He seems to love his geez, Mexican food. And, you know? mm. It was a good, very
1: good fight, very good performance. Yeah, that, you know? this card um, has been really one of the best I've seen. It's really, really interesting did. that because, um, obviously, with the fall of C- uh, Cormier rumble
0: fight, they they did all their best they to promote the, the Holloway pettis up to the main event and they tried to make it a bell and stuff like that. Um and it's same with similar with the two oh was it two oh four one in England with Bispin that, that a lot of criticism of the card and that and that one as well. However, both cards, the fights really performed. Yeah. Whilst well they didn't have the big draw and big names necessarily. but they were both fantastic cards. So some you know sometimes it is not about the name, it's about what's say. delivered as a product
1: I suppose. Yeah, it's um, is worth if you do watch an event like that, and you're not a fan of UFC, like if if people weren't fans of UFC in court um, two oh six is it 206? yeah two oh six um, at the other weekend you're going to be a convert, especially like if if you're not a fan of UFC, you're not going to know who uh, Doi Hoi Choi is um, you're not going to know who um, I can't think of another one. Mate, who, but, mate, yeah, you're you're know. Of me. yeah, you any of the ones you're well, a I, fan, you're
0: not gonna win any of them. No, but they definitely but the fights performed
1: Yeah, for like the, for not huge names of the UFC, the talent was just
0: Yeah, I mean people took their opportunities really. Yeah. Like I said the only person really was the um Jordan Main. I he was the only person I don't think he just didn't turn, turn, turn up, right? up. Yeah. I mean Kennedy didn't didn't do his best either, but it was still an interesting fight and the yeah. performance for Guston was superb. it was a good fight for that as well. But yeah so, so talk about with the interesting with um Gustlum, uh, with the weight cut and stuff like that, and how clearly Tim Kennedy loses a lot of weight when he comes down and goes to puts it massively on, and that looked like it effect- might have affected that fight. For me, the the main event, the, the weight cut was obviously a huge factor in that as well, because yeah. obviously Pettis didn't have to make the weight, so they, he couldn't have won the belt. He came right. in at. I think he came in at 148. five pounds. Or three pounds, I think, or over yeah. th- 158. Oh, I think right. came in. So. Yeah, something like that. And it was, it was, he was over by, I think, three pounds, but he was over. But So therefore, I think that had a major effect on that fight. I don't know how you feel, but in the fight when he fought, at before, the previous one at 145, he fought against Cowboy Oliveira, and he just looked so much physically stronger. Yeah, I and He looked dominated, looked dominating. But then when he had Holloway up against the cage, he was leaning on him, but he didn't seem to be able to have the strength or the power to get him down or dominate him physically, and he, you'd imagine that his slightly bigger build he would have been able to do that. Uh, I don't, and I, yeah, I think so. therefore maybe the bad weight cut had a huge factor in that, and also the
1: fact he broke his hand in the first round, yeah, would have maybe affected his ability to move the opponent so. No, that broken hand was obviously the first punch. Um, he said he threw his broken hand straight away, and he wasn't firing it. And it, whenever he did, it wasn't like it was more of a little love tap rather than a, yeah, there's nothing, no malice behind like, you, you can't throw
0: a broken yeah, hand no, it. it's, it's like playing you're being a right footed footballer or something like that and yeah. you're like only allowed to use your left foot a top you can get through it a top player could get through it but you can't be you can't perform no. at that level against that level of opponent with a broken hand no. especially a right hand which is, for him is his, yeah.
1: his big power hand but um, I also think yeah, the other cut probably did um, but, yeah he, just, he couldn't turn up basically yeah. he didn't it wasn't a bad fight for him it just wasn't I think the, the the
0: circumstances just didn't work I mean, He also got hit with that body shot And when you have an extreme Weight cut, you're taking fat Away from your body And because you're not getting fully hydrated straight away Your organs are more exposed So often you see when A bigger fighter cuts a lot of weight It's the body shots that kill them Because the organs aren't protected as well Um, And that, that looked like it was a factor As well, I thought I called Pettis to win, I thought Based on his Olivier performance, he was going to come in and be too strong. It, the facts the weight, cut, the broken hand, yeah, none of high, really, was it went well. No, it and Holloway, to be fair to him, was very good. Yeah, didn't get caught. He was very fast in and out. He had some great shots, both power shots and. Like I said before, the fight I thought he would be able to do better against Aldo, Aldo would be able to do than Pettis would. Even though I thought Pettis <laughs> would win that fight, I thought that Holloway is a more of a dangerous threat to Aldo. Um, so I th- yeah, so now that he's through and he's going to hopefully get that fight, calling him and calling him out. Where's
1: yeah? Was it
0: where's Waldo? Where's Aldo? Oh hashtag Jose hashtag Waldo, hashtag yeah, and all that. So he's Aldo, he's yeah. definitely trying to make it because Aldo does has a history of not turning up to fights.
1: Yeah, so, well, I think this fight obviously has to be made now because he's got an interim belt, and then yeah. what does he do with it if he doesn't? Um, yeah, they have
0: to make this fight, and
1: Aldo's going to have to
0: show. up it's also, you know, Aldo claimed that they were fighting at two hundred eight. So I like said um Holloway hasn't agreed with that because he's saying that he, don't, he wants Christmas off and stuff like that. Yeah. But I would say the seems keen and wants a fight, so it'd be no, that's gonna be a good fight it. Um but there was, it was a good performance from um a very good performance yeah. from Holloway. Well. Well, he's
1: like flawless really. Yeah. Like, um
0: yeah. I don't think players could necessarily put up the biggest
1: fight but I thought Holloway did his job and yeah. can for that. No, it's um yeah so like, when he, he fell out of the cage Oh, yeah! Well, Where he chucked himself over to celebrate, and then just like <laughs> straight onto his back—that was probably yeah, the biggest hit he had all night. I think that was planned, but um no, that the whole cu- the main card for me, the best of the year. Oh, I completely can't say that it was a very good. No, game. no, every single fight.
0: Yeah, but so two hundred five. Two hundred five was outstanding. Uh, yeah, it was not right. as good as two hundred five for me. Two hundred five was the. One of the best UFC events I've ever seen.
1: Yeah. Not necessarily. No, one. no, I, I I enjoyed 205 and I think it was one of the best events I've seen as well, but like, not. I think this just.
0: You reckon? Oh, okay. Like big every statement.
1: Single fight. It's a big statement. You know, I, 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 like I said, with
0: 204, 204 delivered as well. Yeah. Because obviously it's fresh in your mind and you
1: know, enjoy it, so.
0: Yeah. It's fair enough. Well, know? we all
1: definitely we can both agree that we both saw the fight of the year oh I don't know no. we'll talk about that next week that one yeah that'll
0: be an interesting yeah. one I think I've got a few comments on that but okay 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 we'll have a word from our sponsors oh, oh no hold on oh, before we go to the sponsors that, we've got our regular little feature yeah Guess the legend or whatever we're going to call it Yep, the
1: hall of fame guest game oh, that's it that's it that's it record that as a little intro right okay we're going to come in with the first, uh, first one obviously um, oh I did have it in front of me oh oh ah here we go this person was born 17th of December 1969. So make them 48? Uh,
0: yeah. Okay. I think. I don't know. I, 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 I
1: didn't. Come on, Joe, these are the facts
0: you need. Was he 69? Yep. 47, I think. Okay, 47 or 48. Maybe. I think it's 47 because it's not the 19th yet.
1: Well, so his birthday's very soon. Okay, now, if we come with a little bit of uh, the first fact for you. So you got no ideas at that No. No? Okay. He trained... Oh, well, there you go. It's a man. It's a man. I've got uh, him. Yep. They train with John Hackleman at the pit. John Hackleman. Yep. At the pit. And I'll give you another one because that was a very difficult. Another pit. Uh, wrestled at Cal Poly University. California Polytechnic.
0: Um, so he's from California. He's 40... we say he's 40... 46, 47... 48, 47, 48. 47.
1: 48. He wrestled at the pit with John Hackleman. John Um, I'd be very surprised if you got any of this. space. it's
0: California... He's from California. it's a wrestler. Is it
1: Henderson? No, it is not. And,
0: okay.
1: Okay. Should we... We'll go to a word of our sponsors. Every UFC fan loves to see a knockout. How about knocking out a wall in your home? If you require structural calculations, look no further than Beam Designs, your online structural engineering solution. Beam Designs can provide structural solutions For most domestic alterations. So get in touch today. At beamdesigns.co.uk That's beam-designs.co.uk Where one of their experienced staff can help. That's beam-designs.co.uk
0: This is the Wiggly Choke.
1: big thank you to our sponsors. Uh, without you, it wouldn't be possible. I know I do the voiceover, so good good work, Joe. Yeah, very good, Joe. Good work. Good
0: sponsors. Good times. Right, so there's still a bit of news. Uh, what have we got? We've got
1: uh, Cyborg in the new division. What do you think about that? Uh, well, yeah, uh, the news is obviously that uh, Cyborg is not going to be fighting in the division as of yet. Uh, she's a bit upset that they created the division without her. However... Uh, on the flip side of that, Dana has said that um, she's been offered three times to fight for that division and turn them all down. So there's a bit of... Do they, do they wait for her to launch the division with her? Or do they create the division
0: and then bring her in as yeah. a contender? So instead of um, Cyborg, uh, we've got Holly Holm versus Jermaine Deradamé uh, for the belt. Um, I think that's some, you know, that's basically who of the UFC got under contract, who could possibly fire one four five. Yeah, I think that is it scraping the barrel, there. Yeah, it? I mean, I, other than Cyborg, I don't think necessarily there's huge names potentially in that division. I know there's a few coming from, um, from uh, Invictus who so are actually higher than that. So maybe whether they want to come down, possibly. Yeah, perhaps. I don't know. There's I can't think of the girl's name, but there's a. There is a long serving champion in that as well. It's obviously not um, Cyborg who could possibly come in. She's a pretty big name in her own self.
1: Yeah, Um, it is an odd. um, They do need the new division, I think, uh, personally, to develop um, the women's UFC. But. Yeah, I mean. Because the names aren't there. They're about. They're really, really. Yeah. They're a handful of names that are um, recognisable. Names in the, uh, female MMA, um, and I think this is a good way of getting more women involved, more women champions, more. Just it makes everything a bit. Yeah, there's more substance to it. know yeah, exactly. They're
0: not. They're not there because the division doesn't exist in the UFC. Therefore, it hasn't been promoted. Once the UFC have gone with this division, they're not going to just let it be. They're going to promote it. They're going to bring new me, and it will take its time. I mean, I think it's taken. Um, the strawweight uh, division. A bit of time to get going, and now some of the best fights are coming out of that division. We've got a strawweight um, headline this weekend. Yeah. Um, so it has got there, you know. I think it just does take a bit of time to to, to build a division, especially. But I mean, that's why it's the one that's interesting with. Obviously, Cyborg would have been the face in the picture that they want to build this new division with. But they can't if they've decided they want to do it, they can't just hang around and wait for her
1: consent you know, they have to make a decision at some point. I really do think it demonstrates from the UFC that they want to um, develop the sport, not just names in the sport. So like by not including cyborg in the initial launch of the division, I really think that does like say the division isn't for cyborg, it is for women's MMA as a whole. Yeah, exactly. Which is yeah. the, the woman actually I was thinking about uh, is
0: Tonya Evinger, uh, but she's actually fighting at one three five. She's just the Invicta champion at one three five. So I was mistaken. She's a pretty big name in women's MMA, but then she's at the same weight as Ronda's division, so it's I was slightly wrong there. But I think uh, the reason I think that is because she's quite a broad set person. I thought she was slightly big, so maybe she could be someone that comes in potentially. But she's uh, she's quite she's made a name for herself in women's MMA, away from the UFC. So if she'd done that without Lucy, if she was going to UFC, you'd imagine she'd become a pretty big name as well. I read a, a Rolling Stone article about her as well, which shows there's definitely some sort of interest in, in her as well. So, But yeah, so I was mistaken there. But yeah, I, mean, I think it'd be interesting. It'd be very interesting to see, you know, again from scratch this division develop and whether the talent is there. I've said before, I think Cyborg, if Cyborg was to fight Ronda, Cyborg potentially would win because sheer size. I think she's a bigger, bigger girl, bigger athlete. She struggles to get down to one four five. She's a big girl. I think that would be the defining. I think technically, Ronda Rousey is a better fighter. Uh, you know, she's striking's not always been the best. She's got better at that. But her pure judo's, you know, literally mm. world class. She's a bronze medalist at the from the Olympics, so that has been huge for her. I think technically, she's a better fighter. But
1: uh, Cyborg's a beast she's so big it's ridiculous yeah I think Cyborg especially at that weight as well it's uncharted territory for Rousey really too. a bit uncharted um, and is, for most women it will be as well but I think it's a really good way to develop like get more people involved and it just
0: bring more, more people fire, watch
1: yeah. it because Cyborg is uh, she's a, 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 a big name Big name in Brazil, particularly. Yeah, yeah. it's like a good uh, way to breach into the market over there. I mean, there's a lot. It was pretty big deal, but yeah, it's 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 another way to expand the yeah. Definitely. Um,
0: what else in the news? We've got the the Nevada State um Commission have uh they've agreed a few settlements with was it Lesnar Nick Nate Diaz sorry and uh John Jones yeah John Jones the three of them regarding their um. Around the yeah. things which happened around UFC 200 and five was it Nate? Was it or was it no 202? Sorry, yeah, yeah. It was Nate Diaz when with the um, the throwing of the cans. Oh yeah, and it was Brock Lesnar um, getting done for drugs yeah. and Jones getting yeah. caught for drugs as well. So, yeah. them um, they haven't declared any of the sort of outcomes. Uh, they sort. of I think they've said that none of the nothing was above and beyond what had already been dished out by. USADA, um, the one interesting thing was Mark Hunt's law, law lawyer was there to pass comment however they wouldn't let him pass comment before the hearings and they would only then allow him to speak afterwards and then it, when he was given his opportunity he actually refused his comment because they wouldn't give him the the um, transcripts of what had been decided and why would you say anything have partial opinion after the event he hasn't; it wasn't given the opportunity in his eyes to Alright, oh, To affect I the uh, outcome of that, yeah. I mean, I think one of the things which has come from that is Mark Hunt has actually refused three fights, apparently. Uh, in all cases, he said that the only way he'd fight again would be if the, per- if the fight he was fighting was to pop for drugs afterwards.
1: He wants 100% of their purse. Um, I mean, I don't actually see a problem with that. No, I don't, because it doesn't... It's, it's a wonder to me why they don't do stuff like that. Especially if they're trying to clean up their... Um, Exactly. that's the, the greatest way ever to um, yeah. to clean up the sport. If you if you get popped for drugs, you don't get paid. Yeah, it's not a hard one to enforce. That people aren't going to be sat there going, "Oh, Rock Lesnar should have got all that money for uh, sticking needles into his ass." But then,
0: obviously, the the probably the flip side of that would be he's still adamant that it was some sort of foot cream. John Jones, obviously, yeah, there wasn't a purse because they're fighting your head. But had John Jones got picked for his dick pill after? The event in his eyes, it's an
1: accident. Uh, yeah, but it's uh, we've said this before. Like, in, I think it's one of the, like our first episodes is like you, you can't have an accident. At, like you're at that level, you shouldn't be having accidents like that. Yeah, I you've suppose. got a full team around you, and you're not. You're yeah. Yeah, you can't I mean, just like blame it on something else. But
0: then, the the fact also with the dick peel or the the creams etc. The claim is that they were tainted. So the, with the dick pill, for example, was it wasn't enough. It wasn't a Cialis, which is a uh, regular produce, which is um, from you know America, whatever. It's, it was another form of the product, and on the label for the pill, it said there was there was nothing wrong in it. There wasn't anything. But when they took the they tested the drugs, which he was t- they took an X number amount of them, showed extra ingredients that weren't actually on the packaging. And It was just because they've been made in, uh, say, the Far East, for example, where the um, maybe the standards aren't as high. It was, it was tainted because they hadn't, you know, properly cleaned out equipment or something like that. So even if you had followed the the um, you know the, followed what it said and done what it said and got it checked, what were, what were the, this is it was an interesting article with an inter- interview with Joe Rogan's podcast with John Jones, and it's well if we had have given this. This uh, Cialis sort of pill to Usada, they would have looked at the packaging and gone, "Yeah, it's fine." Yeah. So therefore, he would have had it. It would have been tainted, and there would have been no other way of showing. It. They wouldn't have even looked at it because they'd been told that it was okay to have.
1: Yeah, I suppose.
0: It, it, when it's a t- if it's yeah. proven that it's tainted, it's pretty hard to
1: it's pretty hard to blame him really because packaging there's nothing wrong with it. No, when you come from that I, go, I can fully see. The reasoning. I think maybe if they pop for the drugs in it's they have to be proved that it was intentional cheating. Perhaps then you then you you can't argue with that. I don't think. No, but then again, like it's hard to prove what caused them to have that. proof Yeah, I mean, pop. like yeah. so for example, for the like the dick pill, it was It might have been. it might have. Um, injected himself or something, or he might, have liked that he might have done something. He might have, and then he's, the, that he's not, yeah, and he's used Yeah, as an excuse. Exactly. It's so hard to um, that's why, like you say, possibly
0: having a no no movement, you know, if you've got this in your system yeah. and you get tested, then that's it. Too bad. Yeah, I think because especially
1: because... At least, you're, at least you're, def- you're definite in what you're doing then. If you've got traces of this, like the substance in your body, you've obviously had the benefits from it. Yeah. but even it like I know obviously trace trace amounts and not yeah, doing anything, but yeah. like still if there's stuff like that, like if let's say Lesnar's foot cream, right? If that's got steroids in it, why is he using it? But then again it's like yeah. the the argument
0: the, the fence, it's the same with Romero. Oh it was tainted. It wasn't on the packaging, it just with that with because he actually um, with the 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 uh, the case that has just happened and the the settlement. He's actually asked for it to be extended further. Who's that? Sorry, uh, Lesnar. So it was extended, and now it's they've asked to have it extended even further because they're continuing to test, um, test these products just to, to try and find taint some a tainted something you know, a tainted product somewhere. done. Yeah. So ugh, it doesn't look right. You come, you know, white, right, but then he basically, in my opinion, he wants to keep having his hands up. It was
1: an accident. It was an accident until it blows over, that could be what's happening, yeah. you know, but it's, or until one of the products used is used pops for something, and he's, then he's lappy days. covered his ass. yeah, it's, yeah, I mean, it, it's an interesting one, I think,
0: but, it's maybe you're right, maybe the no-nonsense starts, yeah. have a clause in someone's contract, you, if you get popped, you lose your money, might be a strong
1: way to try and, Try and clean up the sport. With the clean, to, try to do. John Jones one, obviously, it happened before the fight, it could take place. So does should have. He did. It wasn't quite the same night. No, should Cormier have got? Say if it was, should Cormier have got the money? Say with Mark well, Hunt's course. view, is to if they pop after the fight, they get money. Should you reckon they should have a? Something in place the same before if I well, call me I got paid though, that's the thing, and yeah, yeah, but that was more of a like goodwill gesture. No, because
0: he did perform me for uh, Anderson Silva. Oh yeah, sorry, so, uh, yeah, yeah. so he did me. actually get paid. But it's one if for example it doesn't go ahead because it's been pulled. Yeah. Um I can't think of there i know there are some because fires have been called for pulled at times, but I can't think of one from its head. Um it, it's a hard one, no one's actually made the money. No, exactly. The so UFC are reluctant to pay out because... They've not made the money. Yes. Yeah. The contract is... Flawed. It's a three-party agreement that sent one of the parties has failed to perform... Yeah. The, um, yeah, it's a tricky legal situation there. But, yeah, it's I'm just a disappointing. And that's why you want to try and get keep it out of the sport. And that's why maybe a
1: no-nonsense yeah. is better for everyone in the end. Yeah. yeah. Long-term, I mean, it might... Um, short-term, it might annoy a few people, but long-term...
0: And, you know, some... Uh, I can't think who it was. Um, I was. It was on the, the podcast I listened to the UFC one. Um, I uh, uh, I think it was um, Matt Brown actually. Um, he before the weekend, he's he's been very uh outspoken about wanting to get rid of all bad, uh steroids and all drugs etc. And he said, you know, in the case of someone maybe like Jones, if it was a tainted, you know, sometimes someone just has to be a martyr. Sometimes someone just has to take the punishment. Even if they've not done anything wrong, for the greater good of the sport, I sort of think sometimes that might have to. Yeah, just but happen.
1: that kind of attitude, not uh, it's a bit toxic for because no one wants to be that martyr. Well, no, Some, so why? But if if you've if you've been popped for it and it's
0: because, like in the case of John Jones, he's, he has lost out. Hasn't he? It's already you yeah. already got locked out well, because there's two hundred, so it's just very unlucky. And but this it has brought to attention the fact that there are still an issues in the sport. No, it keeps the topic running so yeah.
1: yeah.
0: anyway should we um, should we do another uh, yep. what do I Sounds call it sticky. Hall of Fame guest game
1: yeah okay right so we had before they're about 47 did we work that
0: out 47 it's a human being man and he's wrestled at a place called at Cal- uh, California Polytechnic yeah and someone with Ackerman at the pit John Hackleman John
1: Hackleman at the pit okay uh, right he's uh, his- Here's a well, I can say his now. Yep. Uh, his current record, current MMA record, is twenty-one wins and five losses, and he's had thirteen TKOs. Which is a fairly impressive uh, record there. Uh, where, would on, you, give me, give me one more. Like? Okay, he um, at UFC forty-nine. Uh, okay. He uh, knocked out uh, Ver- Vernon Tiger White. In yeah. uh, which, w- with the knockout blow, he cracked his orbital or- orbital bone with a straight right hand. So this is this is um, oh sorry, I think eye socket, isn't it? Sorry, That's his eye socket. his orbital yeah, bone. Yeah, he uh, broke uh, uh, Vernon's Vernon White's uh, orbital bone. Fern and
0: White, Fern White. It's not a name I'm too familiar with. No, that's why. It's obviously, uh, as a young 26-year-old, this is this is not necessarily the time when I was watching UFC. The big names I'm thinking are. I'm gonna. I've got two in my mind. Right, I, you only get one guess for these. You can't. Yeah, I have one guess, and then if it's not right, we'll move on to the. Yeah. Oh, I'm like I said, oh. drawn between two men. The men are Couture and Nadell. And I'm going to say Couture. Oh, so close. So it's not Couture. Okay, so I know I'm guessing tell you that
1: Okay, we'll come back to that after we've discussed the fights this weekend. How will we do that? Yep. Uh, well, what we got? We've got uh, Van Zandt versus uh, not too Michelle short. Michelle uh, the Karate Hottie. Yep.
0: And below Sage. that, we've got Sage Northcourt versus Mickey Gore and then below that in his last ever fight we've got Uriah Faber
1: versus. gets
0: One Punch, punch. Uh, from
1: East London. he from East, East London? London. Yeah, I think he is. Pickett.
0: Picket, bad Picket. Yeah, I, was, I knew. I just <laughs> think him One Punch. Then let me.
1: Right, should we start? We'll, we'll start lower down the card with the uh, Faber versus Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, what are you thinking with this one? I'm thinking he's from London, but Picket. Yeah, he yep, is. yeah. Uh, it's uh, it's sad for Faber, but. I, Think he'll be going out with a loss. What's well, a big cool? I think I just can't see him lose it. It's a bit of a sad way to go out as well for it. personality is big as uh, favour Yeah, and the name third is on a fight night card. In his hometown though
0: is yeah, and exactly. with his one of his proteges from um, uh, Amer- what are they called uh, American Top Team. No, not American Top Team. His uh, oh, Alpha Male Alpha Alpha. Alpha. Team Male Alpha yeah, Alpha. is actually headlining in page. She's from Team Male. Yeah. So, um it's it is good ending for him, but I think you're right, he's gotta get that win. Yeah. So, so just you look at the last last sort of fights we've seen from him. Um, obviously the, the title fight against Cruz. He went the distance obviously but uh he he was beaten. Yeah, he wasn't impressed. Never really in that fight. I mean he he did well to last but yeah, he was never really in that fight. The and then the last fight I thought was a really bad performance from himself. It was against uh, Jimmy Riviera. And before the fight, I called that I thought that was going to be a stepping stone for Jimmy Riviera. Jimmy, I think he's won 20-odd fights. You know, he's in a massive yeah. run. And he got an eye poke from URFA, but I think in the second round, at the end of the second round, and he was going to the doctor. I can't see. I can't see. The doctor's going, I'm going to call the fight. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop. So no, 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 I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. So he, for the third round, he could barely see. And still won that round. Yeah. And it wasn't like he grinded out it was a stand-up fight when Faber didn't throw enough. It was more that he wasn't prepared to unleash his hands. Maybe he's yeah. getting... You know, he didn't, didn't get beaten up or anything like that but he
1: didn't really unleash his hands and go for the fight. No, I, I think Faber's aware that he's, he's on the decline as well. Hence why he's now retiring. Yeah, I mean, but, I listened to an interview with him earlier then he very
0: much believes he's still at the top of the game and, and he's wrong but yeah, yeah.
1: I think he doesn't seem physically to be gone but just seems to be yeah, slightly on that decline yeah well I suppose now he'll turn all of his uh, time to Team Alpha Male developing the fighters I presume yeah I think he's got so a like, lot of a lot of fingers and a lot of pie yeah he's um, he plays the game really yeah well, I, I, uh, it's sad but I just can't see him I think Brad See for me, well, his I, last performance was fairly shocking from Pickett.
0: Yeah, he hasn't actually done very well in his last few fights. Mm-hmm. He, other than Francisco Rivera win two fights ago, he had three three losses before that as well. Against, I mean, good fighters. Don't get me wrong. Thomas O'Media was one of them, and he's something like twenty three and one. Mm-hmm. He's he's a he's a stud. He's a great fighter. Personally, I think they've picked Brad Pickett. Knowing that a fight with Fabel is probably a step above him, just to give faber that winning let loss, I think Faber will win the fight. I don't see him getting him out, but especially over three rounds. Yeah, but I think that's a bit of a gimme for. Um, a bit of a, not a bad pick. It's not a decent fight, and he does hit well and does go out. Go for it, but for me. I think is a gimme fight for favour. I think it's a step up. Do you think it. that? Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah, right. Yeah.
1: Uh, your opinion sometimes wrong.
0: So. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> as we were obviously about Pettis as, we were as I did get the Cowboy knockout right, but I did not get the Pettis call right, and it was a big call. But yeah, yeah. Oh. So well, so we go from there. We go to the interesting fight: Mickey Gall versus Sage Northcutt.
1: We've not seen much of Mickey Gall at all. He's been in the Oxygen for what one and a half minutes, was it? Uh, Against, um, against 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 CM, uh,
0: CM Punk and before that was against uh, Michael Johnson uh, Michael Jackson yeah which not really anyone really no, no real name there and before that wasn't in the UFC that was his professional debut and it was on the Dana White looking for fight yeah um, show which is also the show that unearthed Saved Northcutt in its pilot oh, as well, oh yeah that's right yeah which makes this fight maybe slightly interesting
1: yeah no I just we've not seen much of Mickey Gall at all um, we've seen him. His ground game's, it's what? Well, it's better than it's, CM Punk's. Yeah, but no, I'm, I'm pretty sure, <laughs> like, given him two weeks, I could probably, like, come with a good ground game with CM Punk. Um, I wouldn't go that far, but yeah, in, in terms
0: of the best fighters on the planet Earth, yeah. CM Punk's not
1: one of them. Well, yeah, but this is the thing, Mickey Gould, like, he's fairly, he seems fairly intelligent with the fights he picks. Like, he called out uh, uh, CM. CM Punk. Which was a great move because he's second on the uh, yeah. I mean, he had a one and nil co-main. And, yeah. Yeah, co-main event, right?
0: Yeah, so the co-main event was a guy who had won one, uh, two professional fights yep. against a guy who who'd never fought. Yeah. And that was a co. I think it was the co-main event underneath mm-hmm. the uh, steep pay
1: fight. And now, again, for his third fight in the UFC, uh, Is it co-main. This. Uh, this is the co-main. Yeah, yeah. this is co- another co-main event. He might have been third in that other one, but,
0: yeah, no, he was on the main build and he was very high up Yeah, against a big, a, a big everyone, a fight that everyone wanted to see. Yeah. And now, you know, you say... Just
1: so you know, Charles put air quotes around big name <laughs> referring to CM Punk. Obviously, you can't see that, but, yeah, you can Yeah, I know what you mean by the big name. It's like... Uh, it came with a lot of hype. Famous name. Yeah, a lot of hype. And a lot of interest.
0: But he yeah. obviously wasn't necessarily the biggest name in UFC. No. Yeah, I mean, that, but then, you know, Sage Northcott is a... Because of the Dana White looking for a fight angle, he's managed to get a co-main event based on that angle yeah. against a, a pretty upcoming fighter who's getting a name for himself in the same manner as well. Yeah, you know it's a he. he does very well at creating sp-
1: springboards, and yeah, you know, and this is a big opportunity for him. He's we'll great opportunity if he does win. Who's he going to call out next? And he said he's got a name. Yeah, I said he's yeah got exactly. A name he knows. He's. I think he's got a very clear. Career trajectory very clear in his mind, and I think he knows if he calls the right person, he's going to get that fight because of,
0: if he it, it does the same thing, it will be intelligent,
1: intelligent calls,
0: basically. Yeah, I mean, he, de- he described himself as a student of the game, and I think we are seeing that we're getting more and more fighters as sport grows who have grown up a bit more with it yeah, and grown up with MMA and not necessarily, you know, with the idea of MMA, not necessarily just. Coming up in their individual disciplines and coming in, yeah, we, we, you've seen a lot more fighters, a lot more rounded these days. Yeah. But they're also a lot more used to the the UFC and the the MMA scene. That they know that if you call someone out, you can make a name for yourself. Got Cody Garbrand. Yeah. Has done exactly the same thing against um, uh, against uh, sorry um, against Cruz. Against Cruz, you know. Oh, yeah. so there's exactly the same thing, and it's sometimes it's about how much you can say to get where you are, but. The interesting fight. How do you think that fight stacks up for me? It's a real classic clash of styles. You got the, it's the as like I said, I just said UFC fighters are becoming more and more rounded, and they we've got a fight where it's go a very clear karate style, get to go with a very clear jiu-jitsu background. So.
1: Yeah. No, I think um, it's, it's obviously Mickey uh, is going to try and take it to the ground, um, and I don't know whether or not. I don't know what his jiu-jitsu. Actually, actually, like, like yeah, no, yeah, I haven't seen him Against fight excepting. Yeah, I saw him on looking for a fight, but I didn't see him fight uh, his first fight. He hasn't actually ever fought anyone of any real no, you know, he could
0: actually be a very average fighter, yeah, but he's projected himself to a co main without doing much. It's like we say, very clever, he's done a very good
1: job, and it, yeah. it's by creating that interest, selling the fight. But I think with that. His mindset, hes he thinks he can beat... Well, obviously, every fighter yeah, thinks they good. can beat their opponent, but I think he's got a clear strategy laid out on how he's going to tackle Sage, yeah. and uh, how he's going to stay away from the kicks, how he's going to
0: stay I mean, he's, away from the strikes. He promotes his background from the Henzo Gracie Academy very strongly. Yeah. seems to have a lot of pride and a lot of confidence in that background. So you imagine that's one, how he's going to want to fight. Sage, you've seen a lot more of, though. We have actually seen yeah. Sage... Form. I mean, he's, he's been last, around for a while now. So. Yeah, his last fight actually against uh, Enrique Malin. We saw him got in the armbar. Mm. And he, I don't know how he managed that. It was at like 200, I think. He managed to just not let it break. He managed to ride it. He managed to get through it. I think he's fairly like... Against flexed. a le- legitimate j- jiu guy. He's going to have his arm broke. Yeah. So if if, if Go is as legitimate as he thinks he is, and he gets in that position. I don't think we're seeing... We're not seeing um Sage Norcutt get out of that.
1: I do think we're going to see... Um, we're either going to see Mickey Goal's uh, best fight or his last fight. It's either going to come uh, come good or be showing yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. And it's... Uh, uh, well, it's hard to make a prediction with this one because I, I don't know how good Mickey Goal is. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I know I, how good Sage is. And that's like, I think he's like really going to be one of the stars. But, yeah, again, now you can't say if you're going to win against like a man you know nothing about. So. Yeah, yeah. Well,
0: it's really interesting that that's the way they've matched them up. Because, yes, Mickey Gore's called him out and he's created that fight. But it's brave of them to put two of their young, up-and-coming prospects against each other early on. Because the one who loses has a lot of catching up to them. Yeah. You could put these two young guys who are going to get fans, going to be big in and- the big names if they get a bit of a run together you could put them up against our oh, like, ageing men ageing fighters use a few stepping stones to promote them but they've not they've gone right you two you're in a similar you seem to be on a similar level you come coming from the same background it's a fight we can sell go see who wins like a parallel yeah they, they could have had parallel careers and you end up and then five the years down the line the end, yeah, they've just gone no you two fight outwards it's a really is it, that's, it makes it a very interesting fight for me it's easier to say Sage because we've seen a lot yeah. more of him. No, I'd, uh, I'd have to agree with you there, I
1: think. Um, He's also coming with a lot more experience and you I don't mean, you can underestimate that as well. No. Uh, right, so moving on to the main event. Yep. Uh, Paige Van Zandt versus Aker. Michelle Waterson. 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 Uh, well, uh, 12 days is obviously uh, just her first fight back in a while, isn't it? Or she? Fought no, it? she fought back Rollins and knocked her uh, out without that Yeah, him. sorry. Yeah, no, that was incredible. not actually it's, um, but yeah this is her second fight back after a while she, had a she time took time a higher strictly come Dancing America Dancing Dance with the Stars that one yeah but um, with I think Paige again like you said earlier she's coming out of uh, Alpha Male team uh, headed up by Uraf Faber obviously he's starting to push a lot of talent through the UFC and he, he's from what I've seen, the talent that comes up from Team Alpha Male, they're all the top of their game. They do. There are some legitimate guys.
0: Cody Garbrant's the a real example. Like yeah, that.
1: but I think Paige is also one of them that will be... Uh, she's uh, At the moment, for me, I think she's a bit young
0: and she's a bit green. And that's exactly the, the what Michelle Waterson has said against her. Yeah. So um, And she's denied it, obviously. But that's exactly yeah. what's been aimed at her from... No, I don't
1: think. I, I I don't think it's a bad thing. I just think she is. She's still young in the sport. She's still got a a way to go to make like establish herself as a great fighter. Yeah, she's, she's a long, good fighter. long, long, long way I think from establishing that that sort of greatness. You know, you compare
0: her to uh, Joanna Che, Joanna. There's yeah. a big difference. Yeah, yeah. There's a big difference between JJ and
1: her. It's Huge. a big golf in that. I uh, I've said it before. It's a big golf in like a lot of the women's... Um, yeah I mean I think we've seen game. with um, Paige we have
0: seen a development though you um, I think the fight before she's always been very forward very aggressive but against uh, Beck Rollins maybe it was just because of the specific game plan for that fight or not we'll see but she seemed a bit more controlled a bit more pick a shots grind Beck Rollins down she um, went up you know, she gasps slightly and then bang, that huge kick. That it was a really great. impressive knockout. But whether she can go you know, that was one big kick. Whether she can do three you know, three combo, we haven't really seen that one. No. Big really put it all together and really put a massive. Haven't quite seen that skill level yet. And she's up against a pretty exp- you know, uh, Michelle Watson hasn't fought in two years. Before that she was a pretty active
1: fighter. Yeah. Uh, what, what was her
0: record? What's her record? Her record is thirteen and four. Oh, so she has early. got a bit of experience. Yeah. She's, I think, she's twenty nine. So she's not not great, not in the same. Uh, she's a lot older than you know in in terms of experience. Yeah. The paper that. Exactly. Um, she's obviously not old, but she's she's got a lot more experience. She's done quite well, mainly in Victor. Yeah. And she had she had a lot of injuries, so she's been away for almost two years. It okay. was so long. So whilst. Page Van Zandt had a slight high atos. not as long as this thing. No, and this is a big long distance. So, no, it's whether you say before about ring rust, whether she's coming with any of that or not is going to be an interesting one. And Page Van of obviously off a big win, so the, comp- the conf confidence, confidence levels person. might be yeah. slightly
1: different. No, it's a, it's it'll be a good fight, I think, and I think it'll be. I t- I'm not too sure. I've, I've got. I don't think Page will win this. I
0: mean, I, again, it's an interesting. It's one of those ones where, if you, back of your mind, you're thinking, "What's the UFC doing here? Are they trying to create? This is the big, uh, free event on Fox. This is the big one where they're going to get lots of fans who don't necessarily watch the sport. Um, names as they don't pay for pay-per-views. No. This one's on big. The first, the big uh, Fox channel, prime time. They've gone with these young stars." Paige Van Zandt's probably the young, you know, the, one of the bigger names, even though not necessarily a celebrity. But it, she's gone into that mainstream celebrity status. If they can get her winning prime time, free on Fox in front of all these new young viewers, well, not new young, necessarily no, yeah. not young, but new no, you mean, young yeah. viewers to the sport, it's a big win for them. Mm. So have they matched, have they thought Watson's not going to, have they manufactured this like. Personally, I don't think so. I think. Waterson comes with potentially more of a ground game. She's got she's karate base background, so she a lot of striking, but in a lot of wins she's actually gone to the ground as well, and we've not always seen that from uh, Paige. No. And actually, her loss to Rose Namajunas was a lot of groundwork as well. So that could be a bad setup, bad matchup in yeah. that sense. So it'll be interesting. But I I I think. Van Zandt's probably coming. Probably going to win this one, I think. Yeah. you close, though. It's a tight one.
1: Hopefully, a bigger fight. Right. Uh, just about running out of time. Uh, you got one more guess. Chuck Liddell. Y- yeah, well done. Yes. Yep, well done. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, so, we've guessed every single week. Yeah, so we're far. We're to start making it harder. To be fair, they've all been pretty big names. Yeah, but we're going to run out. And of- we run out of big names, it might get harder. Next thing you know, next it'll week, be. it'll be Anderson Silva, no and doubt. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so we'll move on then with that one, but... Uh, before we uh, close up, should we, we get, get up some up bets? picks picked the weekend. What have you? What we looked at? What looked good to you? Well, I've gone for the main three, um, the three fights on this card, the ones we just discussed. Um, okay, right. Uh, for my uh, betting, oh, um, when after I picked these, the the uh, odds have changed <laughs> slightly less. So. Right, so no, so I've got um for uh, the Faber uh, picket fight, I've got uh Rab Pickett Picket to win in round two. Okay, so you've got big. I've gone, I've <laughs> gone wild, basically. I'd like a big return. I need to pay for Christmas. Then I've got uh Sage Northback to win outright. Uh, obviously against uh Mickey Gall. Yeah, that's
0: quite interesting. That's, uh, the odds on that are um, are, just poss- are they changed?
1: they're the ones that have just changed
0: they're the ones that have just changed so if I get them up now they're looking at evens Yeah. I think that's actually moved I think he was favourite so I think that's maybe yeah. some money's going towards Mickey Gould now. so yes yeah, so Sage Save, Save Northcott is now evens mm. to win against Mickey Gould that's an interesting, interesting one very tight it's a pick. they've called it a pick and fight
1: this one and like we say based on what yeah it's, it's, they must know more than us <laughs> Or I don't know. Or I don't know what they can base it on. No, it's um. I I think there's some of it must be based on all these one fights. Is basically what they're based on. No, it must possibly be just where the money's going. Yeah, but maybe that's a pretty interesting one. That one. And then I've got um, Waterson Michelle Waterson. Yep. Uh, to win in in five rounds. So you said that you thought Paige. was oh, no, no, said, no, I said, said, yep, no, I said you yeah, said okay, Yeah. Yep. No, we've got... Very Inside five points. rounds, you say, all Inside one, rounds, one to five. Okay. Uh, and so I've got, um, yeah, for this bet, i put on a uh, tenner. Nice little return of £2,513. Yeah, that so second round so is going to be an interesting... 250 to one for that. When Brad Pickett knocks out... Uh, I'll tell you what, it's, not if it's in the second round, it's not going to be in one punch, though, No, that's No, that's true.
0: No, <laughs> that's but, a, no the, obviously the second round's pretty cool, but it could definitely yeah. happen be a sad way for a legend of the sport to go out. out no, too. but it's it's always possible. Some crap Londoner knocks him out. Yeah that wouldn't be great. Crap Londoner. Great Londoner. Okay, I am I've gone slightly more reserved, not quite as um not very reserved, but mm-hmm. I have gone slightly more reserved. I think like I said, I think Uriah right, Fable will win. I think I don't think he'll get Brad Pickett out of there. It definitely could, but I think it's gonna go over three rounds based on his performance against Jimmy Riviera. I think he'll win, but he'll be quite conservative. I think he'll win on points. Van, and I'm going to go, I think Van Zandt, because they're in there for five rounds, I think Van Zandt, like she did against Beck Rollins, might come with um, some big striking, some big hits. Might get, a, after her two years out, has the chin weathered the two years off? Yeah. Has she got enough hard sparring in to simulate the fight? Maybe Mouterson doesn't last that five rounds. Maybe she gets knocked out. So if I go, Faber points, Van Zant TKO, that double is fifteen and a half to one. Only only two outcomes required to, so it's quite a yeah. short bet. But I, I quite like this short bet, big odds, bit of thought behind it. But most most times my thoughts aren't necessarily all right. Always right so Please uh, bet responsibly. But then I suppose also with that one, you know, they're quite good singles as well. Yeah. Both positive singles. Yeah, I mean, Uriah Faber's coming to win points is six to five, mm. so you basically need pick hit to hang on for three rounds. Yeah, and you get positive odds, and for Van uh, Zant to actually get her out of there, which I know it will be a hard thing to do, but that's thirteen to two, so almost six, and, so six and a half to one, pretty decent odds. You could almost have them as a couple of singles and uh, enjoy each fight without having to worry about the outcome of the other one. So not bad. It's a little, it's a nice little bit, I think. Anyway. You know, we'll see and I think I'll have a bit of pound, a few pounds on that ten exactly yeah <laughs> okay, yeah, okay. Anyway, it's been a,
1: another decent speak another been, decent conversation been an absolute pleasure as always yeah uh, yeah so we're back next week for the uh, Christmas episode for the Christmas
0: special we will we'll, we'll, now we've got to go and work out what our favourite fights here is a little thing we'll yeah. do next week yeah. and all, uh, hopefully uh, you'll listen again Thanks for listening. My name's been Charles McGilvray. This has been Joe Staines. Thank you very much. Good night. This has been an Ash Grove Production. Standard Terms of Use Apply.